This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. <laughs> Nowadays, People are younger and have more spiritual and existential questions. There was a need in Shet Naz's life for comprehensive spiritual and sensible information, yet that was difficult to find. Her work is about the moral and spiritual dilemmas in modern society that we're facing with integration of religions, cultures, and spirituality. Among other themes, she writes about the difference between religion and spirituality, the difference between spirituality and practical spirituality, and the difference between exercising practical spirituality and its effect on your being. Valeria Talley's interviews Shetnaz, the author of Touch Beyond Religious Madness. Shetnaz grew up in the Netherlands, West Europe. As she grew up, she was always interested in holistic treatments and spirituality. First, Shetnaz found that the connection between the mental and emotional aspect of a human being is important. And later, she found that the actual connection between the physical and the mental aspect of a human being actually matters, and mostly, the mental aspect influences the physical symptoms. Some psychological symptoms can influence the physical health, and some physical conditions can also influence the way we think if we want to recover from a trauma. So, Shetnaz felt that a holistic way of looking at mental and emotional trauma or difficulties fits better with her idea of healing, health, and recovery. She wanted to combine more therapies together so she could apply holistic treatments for different life issues. As she grew older, her interest broadened in the direction of spirituality and relationships. She gained more knowledge about healthy sexuality, spiritual practices, and healthy lifestyle. The real need to create the art that she makes is because she feels that there is this double standard around expression. Shetnaz feels that in the religion she grew up in, as a woman, she didn't get to express her true feelings. Also, the way she was raised, she wasn't even allowed to show a picture. So, the whole feeling of being stuck became quite stressful, and people didn't seem to understand how her life was being closed. The closed-up culture and religion made Shetnaz want to break through the box because she felt it wasn't fair anymore. She felt that much needed to change according to the idea of love, relationships, and single life. Shetnaz is a holistic counselor, body worker, and esthetician because she had her own experiences in life, and she felt it is important to have a place to feel soothed and relaxed and to work on your own physical health and care. Meet Shetnaz at illuminavida.ca. Here's the interview with Shetnaz.
in your own words, who am I speaking with today? <laughs> Hi, you're speaking with Chunas. I'm the author of the book Touch Beyond Religious Madness. Um, I wrote this book uh, several years ago during my period um, of uh, spiritual development. And I wrote this book also because I wanted to explain different theories instead of how um, regular theories that are existing now are explaining uh, different life theories. What is life to you? So life to me is um, uh, a bit difficult to explain because it has multiple facets, but I would say that um, it's a combination of um, contemplation and uh, hard work and um, a lot of uh, different um, directions that can uh, lead to uh, more happiness. But uh, happiness is not always guaranteed, I feel. I've seen in uh, during my during the writing of my book um, that I uh, stumbled upon uh, the theory of the, un uh, the road towards unconditional love. It's actually the lonely road towards unconditional love because loneliness is the one of the things that are um, quite evident nowadays for many people. So I feel that this thing is uh, definitely something to uh, understand better and um, to understand that um, life is uh, also um, able to, to live um, happily if you're by yourself and how to deal with yourself and um, to find joy in life without uh, needing other people around you constantly or other stimuli. So that's the kind of thing. What is the purpose of the human experience? So for me, the purpose of the human experience is that it's about finding uh, the unconditional love besides your parents, which can be sometimes conditional love. So um, it's about understanding yourself better, learning about your own experience, um, having a growing curve in life, understanding your life in a sense that you can relate to other people better and also finding um, uh, acceptance to other people by accepting yourself and accepting other people and also loving other people and yourself. This is easily said than done. It's a road. So I would say like uh, that's why it's called for me the lonely road towards unconditional love because that's the part that I'm kind of um, trying to develop better. And that's, um, for me, that's, uh, that's the purpose of the human experience. What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness, in your opinion? Well, that happiness happens um, regardless of what anything, uh, of anything else, that there is like a guarantee of happiness and that there's a guarantee of positive outcome. That's kind of the thing that you want to think, but it's not always the case. So it's better to don't have, do not have too high expectations all the time. And sometimes it's also about acceptance and less about trying to push for happiness in an uh, unnatural way. So accepting is more a way of uh, being aware of the things that are already there. Like um, if you're in a healthy situation, then that's already a, uh, a reason to be happy. If you can uh, use your mind clearly, that's also a reason to be happy. So there are like basic things like um, as a human that you can be happy for or grateful for even. Yeah, that, uh, that, that you have to find happiness outside yourself or happiness. Uh, constantly chasing happiness is also, um, I think, a misconception. 
So I feel that there is a balance between uh, different emotions and not uh, all emotions are bad or evil or wrong to experience, even if they can be hurtful sometimes. It's not uh, always to, to be avoided. What do you love most about being in a human body? <laughs> that I can experience um, uh, physical sensations that are pleasurable. And yeah, that's about it, actually, that I can experience things that I, I wouldn't be able to experience if I wouldn't have a human body, like physical touch or um, food or um, sexuality also. And um yeah, that's uh, that. Those things are uh, are only uh, able to experience in a human body. Actually, what is healing to you? So healing uh, for me is like a broad concept of all kinds of theories that fall under um, alternative medicine, but also under treatments, under um, uh, self healing, like. Um, um, that you have the ability to um, to uh, recover by yourself at some point. Um, healing can be positive thinking. Healing can also be um, a different kind of um, way of looking at healing by itself. Sometimes it's also acceptance instead of just fighting against something. So um, healing is a broad term of recovery, I would say. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? Um, the meaning of freedom to me is that I would say um, it's also a broad term because freedom, uh, for me, ultimate freedom is freedom of mind, spirit, body, everything and, uh, and all and still feel the ecstasy of uh, joy and happiness. So um, without boundaries. But um, this is like uh, kind of this the the, the idea of uh, uh, total liberation or uh, release. The closest experience is probably that you would say like after um, a hard way of exercise or even uh, after a sexual uh, encounter, you can actually experience a, a way of uh, release and freedom. I would say that freedom is also um, in the mind. Freedom is, uh, has, uh, when you can express your, your own opinion, that's also freedom. But uh, thinking about uh, different things that you want to think about without uh, being censored or without uh, being pushed to think in a certain direction. Freedom of uh, drawing, freedom of expressing emotions, freedom. Yeah, it's, it's a broad term of all kinds of uh, ways of how you can express yourself as a human being. Also freedom to follow your own path. In life, freedom to, to follow your own studies, your own job, um, freedom uh, of not uh, having to uh, struggle too, too much for, uh, for um, being paid. So freedom is a lot of, uh, has a lot of to do with all kinds of facets in life that are uh, worth uh, to, uh, to strive for. At this time, what is the world's greatest need? And also, do you have a vision for a new reality? I, I think the world's greatest needs for now is that um, people all over the world have access to good education and um, basic needs uh, that, that need to be met. Uh, those things are, I think, the, the most important things, but also long-term uh, facility to uh, create your own um, or together to create your uh, your own facilities. And that's not always possible yet in uh, all places of the world. 
And education is also really a, a big important point because I feel that lack of education makes people numb and also um, makes people think that they don't have a choice, they don't have a free will, they don't understand life, they don't understand their their goals, they don't understand their missions, they have no idea of what to do with themselves, they get uh, into trouble without reasons. And um, these things can be prevented by good education and understanding that even if you don't call it education, but you can still educate people, that means that you tell someone something and they have uh, they can understand what you're talking about and they can understand what uh, what the point is of it, so they can relate to it and they can practice it in their own life. It has to be practical. Then um, it matters to them and then they can also um, use it. So it's not about education, just mathematics or um, language skills, which are also probably uh, important, but um, it's also about the life skills and uh, life lessons and um, understanding life better at a younger age to uh, make sense out of life in an in, in a early stage so you can uh, direct your life better. So what I would say as a vision for a new reality would be that the younger generation uh, has the, um, the the facility and the possibility to um, follow courses that are not given yet, like uh, spiritual courses or um, meditation, yoga practices, or um, um, even um, some kind of part of occultism if they're interested in that kind of thing. But also... Um, uh, maybe politics or some kind of uh, things that are making them uh, more aware at a younger age because um, if it's too too late then I think that um, the the people are not uh, really going to grasp the, the, the meaning and the point of it. So I think at a younger age it's better to, uh, to learn uh, things um, and understand life better. What is your understanding and idea of love? So love is also a broad term of acceptance, respect, and uh, the capacity to care for someone. It's something else than um, sexuality, but it can go together with sexuality. I would say that love is also part of um, how you can care for someone, even if that person is not in your direct environment. So caring from a distance which is nowadays a bit more popular because of uh, people traveling all over the world. So you can have a love relationship or loving connections, even if people are not directly there. Um, love can also be for someone that is uh, that has passed away. Even a really strong love in that sense, because, um, yeah, it also goes together with a certain kind of admiration, I think. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's also about uh, the acceptance of the other person and yourself and being accepted. What is to be spiritual and what is spirituality? So um, to me, spiritual means that someone has a deep understanding of life together with wisdom and understanding that there's not only the positive, but also the negative, but it depends how you look at it. 
So this is a dual thinking actually, but you can also see that there is always something to learn about the situation and that you can also grow out of certain situation and that some kind of things may, may seem negative in the beginning, but actually seem to be a blessing later on. So it's also something that's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a way of thinking. I think that the spiritual is also, um, uh, it's not the same as a religion, I would say, because a religion is a different, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a ritual's practices. Uh, there are spiritual practices, but they are meant to, to uh, engage into uh, spiritual thinking and to get better at uh, contemplation and uh, to uh, improve meditation skills. But these things are actually meant to improve your uh, quality of life and quality of uh, relationships. So it's not um, uh, a goal by itself, I would say. So spirituality and spiritual meaning is actually a part of giving a meaning to your life instead of just um, doing the practices without actual content. How do you define success? What is to be successful to you? Success for me means that um, all people and all parties are happy with the results and that no one is left out. So um, it's not just uh, about your own gains, but it's also about the gain of uh, multiple people that are involved and um, that there is also a growth that is uh, continuous and that still uh, goes further even if uh, a, a, a standard goal is reached it means that uh, there is still possibility to grow even further so um, successful doesn't mean that you reach the end goal but that you mostly stay striving and that you are still um, achieving something and every time you can set a new goal also and you have the uh, capacity and the ability to make uh, make that happen for yourself and for other people so <laughs> Why did you choose to do what you do? Well, um, at a young age, I was already interested in the spirituality and psychology. And uh, part of it is also occultism. Um, I also noticed that um, I had um, problems uh, with uh, communicating and uh, relating to people at a young age. I uh, couldn't understand certain things and I was way more sensitive than uh, other uh, other uh, children and other people around me. So I found out later on that um, I had to find different ways of um, communicating and expressing myself, which made me more artistic and also um, made me become uh, a different kind of person to, to communicate with. And um, yeah, there's a different reason uh, how I became uh, to do what I'm doing is uh, also to help other people with similar issues or with being uh, um, totally introvert or uh, having difficulties communicating certain things or um, having uh, problems uh, with being too, uh, too much in inside themselves. So I think that's also a common thing because of the individualistic uh, society. And I think that's, uh, that's also the reason uh, uh, why um, why it's important that uh, that uh, that there's something to be done about um, uh, being too much uh, in the mind and being too much uh, by yourself or in your own head and um, uh, understanding that there's all all kinds of different way of expression and that's how I became to do what I'm doing. 
So it's part of it is is is, is hobby, and also part of it is um, it has grown over time because of the need of uh, expression and uh, communication. How did you become a writer? So I became a writer uh, at a younger age already. It happened uh, during my teenager years that I started to to write blogs and articles for myself, and I delved deeper into different kind of articles. Um, uh, and to, to read about different subjects and understanding and uh, trying to contemplate over them. It was actually more like a certain kind of journaling. So um, I combined knowledge and then at the end, I also tried to reflect on it back then. And that's how I uh, started writing and um, the journaling became more and more uh, intensive and uh, more meaningful to me. And um I couldn't uh, talk about a lot of things, but I could write it down and I could uh, at some point draw about certain things and I could use my artistic different feelings to uh, to express it in a different way, like uh, music, dance or uh, singing. So, yeah, I was in a different way uh, inspired to um, uh, to start uh, to start writing. And that's uh, how I uh, became a writer. What was the inspiration, intention and purpose of writing your book? So the interesting thing actually happened that I found out during writing my book and afterwards is that I actually feel that every person should have the possibility and ability to write a book instead of just reading it or um, not even reading, but uh, in general, not doing anything with, uh, with books. I feel like um, it doesn't have to be a, a long uh, story or a novel or that kind of thing, but it has to be something that that uh, carries a message about your life. Because I feel that everyone has something to share, even if it's uh, if it's short and uh, and strong message, it can still be something that is worth uh, reading, and it can be uh, in a book form. So I think even if it's under a hundred pages or less. It still can be worthwhile to um, to read, and especially especially during this time of uh, digital age, I feel that um, smaller books are even uh, more appealing for some people, and that if there's uh, attention given to the the artistic sense of the book, so the the colors, the the layout, and uh, the the font or the letter type, that kind of thing, if that um, if that plays a uh, plays a role while making the book, it also uh, appeals to readers in a different sense besides the message. So it it gives uh, multiple messages, actually, like subconsciously you like the book because it, it is, it's, it's, uh, it's the same as um, uh, the book is written in the same way as the expression of the book in total. So um, I feel that... Um, yeah, if you make art out of book uh, writing, then uh, it's worth it for everyone to uh, to engage in it. Talk to me for a moment about the services you offer. So the services that I offer at the moment are holistic counseling and therapy and body work. So these services are actually all together because I feel that body, mind and spirit are connected. And I feel that even if someone is having a problem in their uh, way of thinking, it can also have an effect on their body. And even if people have an effect or problem with their, their physical body 
or uh, states, then it can also uh, have an effect on their mental uh, uh, issues. So I feel that these two are definitely related, and that's uh, why I offer them together. And that's that's um, how I do it at the moment. The holistic counseling I actually do also uh, on different locations and uh, online. And also I can do it while uh, being outside or inside. It depends really what people uh, prefer because I'm kind of flexible in that. I feel it's not meant to be uh, sitting in a clinical office to do a counseling session, but it's actually more uh, fluid and more uh, in a flow. So I'm uh, really open to uh, to understanding someone's lifestyle and uh, uh, willing to uh, accommodate to uh, different uh, counseling styles. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects? Um, so you can find more information about me on illuminavida.com. That's my website um, about uh, all the services that I offer and the future product, projects and um, products that I'm, uh, I'm making. Uh, it's a big website um, for, uh, for, for business. But I also uh, felt that I have a lot of things to, to share and to, uh, to uh, connect to. And um, the meaning of uh, Illumina Vida is uh, a deeper meaning, which I explain also on my website, if you're interested to read about it. Um, and then uh, you can contact me through the website also and uh, find more information about the current services. What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? One thing I know for sure is that life is temporary and that uh, dying is uh, is uh, not something that you can prevent so far yet. Uh, the other thing is that there's multiple races and I feel that that's also part of the whole world and um, to understand that religions are not meant to um, discriminate but more to um, bind uh, different races and I think that that message is really not... Um, um, uh, out there yet so so much so that's why I'm more into spirituality because I feel that spirituality is more about um, uh, connecting to different races, different cultures different ethnicities, different spiritual um, teachings and um, making them uh, um, uh, bigger um, because of the, the, the combinations and the other thing is that I feel that um, because of uh, life on Earth is possible, I feel that the lucky planet is Earth also in some way, because um, it's still difficult to understand how life at, in some other reality would be like. And that um, still it's interesting to uh, understand that uh, that life uh, life on Earth is something, yeah, I guess lucky in some way. Thank you so much for your presence for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Shatnaz and her work, please visit illuminavita.ca. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.